Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bustles and Bangers with your hosts, Rachel and Christopher Danger. Today, we are continuing, and you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. Sorry. Are we reading? I'm going to introduce the book. <laughs> Today, we're reading One Pink Rose. I'm it's, not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Yes, but, but it's a- She's going to read. It's, it's the first of a series called The Claiborne Brides by Julie Garwood. So um, if you are just now jumping on, I'm going to do a little recap. Um, she does the recaps for me because I don't honestly remember what we talked We kind of talked about it. We kind of talked about it. Okay, well, so I'm going to set the scene for you then. Mm-hmm. So remember, we are in uh, the year 1880 yeah. in Montana Valley. Mm-hmm. We've met a bunch of brothers. Uh-huh. Who oh, were yeah, the pickpocket, the con man. Runaway slave the runaway and slaves, right? and the emotional one. I don't remember what he was. Okay, and the crybaby. Yeah, basically. All right. Um, and so they also have an additional sister. All of them are the basically. dumpster baby. Yes, yes. I've heard, and that's Rose, right? Yes, that's the one sweet Rose. Or yes. Something? Well, maybe I don't know if she has anything to do with it because she's actually mature and has her own baby and a husband. Right. So they she grew made, up very quickly, didn't they? Well, so remember the prologue of this book was basically saying that the the brothers and the sisters' mother, her name is Rose, Mama Rose, that mm. she kind of wants to metal because her sons who are kind of reformed and now a little more refined from their past she wants to get them a wife i think and she's trying to do god's work keep that in mind keep that in mind how dare her try to take this into her own hands for her husbands in the name of god in the name of god yes yes um so that's gay (laughs) let's do it so um keep in mind um baby rose who's an adult now has a husband um, and then there's the extra people we met in the first one. We know the bad guy who, well, who we think the bad guy is. Who's the bad guy? Daniel Ryan. Oh, yeah. He's the one that fan the mama, huh? So, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. And Travis is going after him. Travis, that's right. Okay. He's the brother, and then he gets caught up at a train station well, or something with some broad that shoots at him. His mother his mother has has no idea that he's trying to go after Daniel, right? Right, because she's freshly fucked laying in bed <laughs> as far by as Daniel, we know. Yes. and is probably snoozing her brains out. As far as we know. Gotcha. And, and so, Travis has, ha, has been asked by his mama Rose to do a 
favor for her, which is to escort this young young woman named Emily Finnegan mm. to her soon-to-be husband, which right. is a few days ride. Dr. And Reverend O'Toole, right? <laughs> Mr. O'Toole. That's right. So clever. So she's trying to find a wife for her husband, and doing this makes him escort yeah. another woman to her husband. Yes. Or a future soon-to-be husband. You know, I didn't even think about it that way until you said it. And everybody's okay with this. Well, Who nobody really... Book? Julia Gard, well, Julie Julie Garwood. Your book's probably as bad as Roberta's. Julie Garwood, so shame on you, shame on it. you. Okay, so um, okay, yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, and so far Travis thinks Emily's kind of crazy. She shot at him at the train station because he thinks she's crazy. Well, no, not only that is she's a bit stubborn. She she's trying to fake being delicate, but then she's also like I said, stubborn, and he thinks she's silly and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, so I thought it was cute when he shot at you know yeah. shoot at me. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And if you can remember, leading up to this fourth chapter, we're about to start. So far, it seems like every one of these books is is like they're leading into the bedroom with arguments. Everybody's just been arguing. That's yeah, all that's been happening. Ha- happening. Shoving contest or something, <laughs> right? Croissants. Stupid. Yeah. Um, and you know what I thought about while I was reading this book? I made a little note for myself that, you know, there's no telling if these situations where they're arguing and getting together actually works out, you know, like, and I thought about it, it was like on The Bachelor, like you think they're going to get married and it's going to be wonderful, but actually like they break up six months later. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a really smart thing to do to leave your, you know, soon-to-be husband to go with this guy, and then you don't even work out. Yeah, wasn't there, like, four seasons of Flavor of Love because he couldn't (laughs) keep a wife? I love that. Or one of the winners wouldn't stick around I mean, who would want to just pick one? Not that I don't like that show or Flavor Flav. I love Flavor Flav. That shit was crazy. Flavor Flav be on our show. (laughs) Okay, so we are starting off at Chapter 4. Okay, and the only people in in so far in the book since we met all the brothers and all those extra characters is just Travis and Emily, and they're on the road, okay? And they're on the trail, but it is flooded. Mm. Okay. Trail's flooded. Yes. They're best friends. And they're no, they are not best friends yet. To Mr. O'Toole, they are on horses, which I already hate. That I would not. How dare yeah, they? You've not had good experience with horses. No, <laughs> it's not a sexual thing, <laughs> but it is a physical thing. Yeah, they don't like me. I don't like them. We respect each other to Rachel keep our distance. Rachel doesn't beat them. They they beat Rachel. <laughs> they knock me off and fall on me and buck me off. This I'm never doing that again. No, sorry if you like horses. I don't. So I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna start here. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, chapter four, right? Yeah, I'm going to just start right here. Uh, His leg was rubbing against hers. She noticed, of course, but though she could have moved away, she didn't. Are they talking about him and the horse or him and Emily? (laughs) Him and Emily. Okay, Okay. so look, they're on the trail. The horse is like, yeah, he's just rubbing (laughs) up on me. (laughs) They're on the trail, and the trail is flooded, and this is kind of the context. Now, I'm not reading you all of the book. You know, I'm summarizing. So if anybody out there wants to hear more than I'm reading, you got to go find this book somewhere. I don't know where. Good luck. (laughs) So. But though she could have moved away, she didn't. She liked being close to him. He made her feel safe and yet uneasy, too. What in heaven's name was the matter with her? She didn't seem to know her own thoughts anymore. We can't cross here. She repeated his words while she patted her horse in what Travis assumed was an attempt to reassure the animal. Now what? She asked him. The horse. Keep that. She's asking the horse. What now? (laughs) So your journey to Golden Crest has just been lengthened by at least two more days, maybe three. It took all she had not to shout with relief. God help her. She was actually weak with it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think she likes Mr. O'Toole. No. Well, she's she doesn't know really him. In a hurry to get to. She well, doesn't she know doesn't him. know this dude either. Right, exactly. So she's got a thing for guys she doesn't know. Remember, she was she was jilted. I think they discussed she's that already. She's probably like way into like 1820s glory holes. Ooh. So she doesn't get to really <laughs> see who it is. The 1800s were. Yeah. Like go to the outhouse, pull your wiener out. <laughs> Ew. And it could be a cow. I would never. It could be Oh, Emily. my God. How'd the cow get up there to get that in there? Well, the They're on four outside. legs. To an outhouse. Four, the Man, cow is going to yeah. stand up on the outside of the outhouse and push thrust their hips up. This is getting no, weird. No, dude. He's going to pull his dingus out oh, of the Oh, and outhouse. the cow, the cow comes cow. over. Or oh. Emily can come over. Yeah, okay, I understand like. now. I understand. Okay. I'm following. I was thinking a really weird <laughs> scenario. You think about that cow glory <laughs> hole in there? I, look, I was Good like, Lord. how does that work? Okay. So anyway, off the topic of cows and glory holes. <laughs> so um, It was actually the topic of Emily and glory <laughs> holes. <but laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, she's wondering why to herself, why does she feel as though she's just been given a stay of execution if she goes to marry Mr. O'Toole? Mm, Because he's packing that no tool. All he's done is send her poetry. That's all she knows of Mr. O'Toole. Mr. O'Toole is a tool. (laughs) He's a tool. So um, she whispers to herself, cold feet. And then Travis goes, what did you say? She shook her head. Nothing important. Of course you wanted him to hear you, you ridiculous woman. Just say it out loud. I hate when people do that. She wasn't about to tell him the truth. She wouldn't look at him either because she was certain he would be able to see the relief in her eyes. Travis already thought she was out of her mind to want to marry a complete stranger. And honest to Pete, she was beginning to think he might be right. Perhaps she was having before the wedding jitters. Uh, All she needed to do now was read Mr. O'Toole's letters again and she was sure to feel better. So mm-hmm. she's she's yearning. She's yearning. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> I think that this chapter was super boring. Okay. So. Yeah. He, oh, there's another uh, put down. If you if you would like to hear this. Uh, he Travis asked Emily, you aren't getting sick on me, are you, Emily? No, I never get sick. Why do you ask? You're awfully pale. Oh. And she said, I'm just disappointed. You must be disappointed, too. It seems you're stuck with me for a couple of days. Will you mind? No. Why are you so anxious to get to Golden Crest? Uh, like A wedding? Yeah. I don't know why he's asking that. It's stupid. And she said, I should be, shouldn't I? He said, did you love Randolph? What made you think of Randolph, she said. And Randolph, Randolph. Randolph is the one that left her at the altar. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. Randolph Scott, right? Yeah, and he just asked her again, did you? I might have. What kind of answer is that? So they just go back and forth. It's so stupid. Okay, and then they figure out where they're going to stay tonight. Um, they're going to backtrack a couple of miles and go to this guy named Henry, Henry Billings' place. I am so sick of the amount of people that we have to meet on this freaking journey. And they all have old, like. Well, it's the 1800s West. No, it's or boring. yeah, because he came down from New York. That now they're like coming around. They're near Texas, you know. I think because they I mentioned they were in Montana. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, how close is Montana? Sorry, I'm it's like idiot. by Canada. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Okay, man. I'm sorry. All right, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Somebody needs to come and give me a map. <laughs> All right. So let's see. La 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 la. You thought Montana was by Texas? I'm an idiot. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I thought this was a western, so I was it thinking it western. was down, down southern west, 
west southwest southern west southwest all right all right um so they're trying to make stupid conversation between each other and and he's like why are you staring at me and she's like i'm just looking at your eyes they're very (laughs) green because your cock is bulging out of your (laughs) pants (laughs) they would be in those cowboy jeans um he's like anyway it's so stupid i'm just gonna skip ahead (laughs) okay um, the conversation was doing strange things to her. She couldn't seem to catch her breath. She knew she was daring the devil, but she couldn't make herself look away from him. All right. Goodness. Mm-hmm. So at one point he. I even, think I might like this guy. Yeah. Well, I told. Look, I told you I've been thinking about you while I'm reading this. So um, he tells her at one point to stop staring at his mouth. Ooh. And she's like, "What would you like me to stare at, Travis?" He said, "The water." Okay. My belly button <laughs> while my balls are in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, she says, it probably wouldn't be proper for you to kiss me. I'm going to be married oh, soon. That's pretty forward. It What's probably. It, that's very forward. Oh, sorry. He did say, you sure you don't want me to kiss you? Oh. And she's like, it probably wouldn't be proper. Sorry, I did that backwards. Um, but yeah, I'm also like, it probably wouldn't be proper. Okay. And he says, you have no business marrying a stranger, Emily. Why do you care what I do? And I, he said he's, he's just tired of people doing stupid stuff. And anyway, all right. Neither one of them said another word until they reached Billings Station. Henry came outside the rectangular log cabin to meet them. This is chapter five. Oh, that was a quick chapter. It was. It was. And then chapter like six is goes on forever. Okay. Because we have forever. a lot of time to burn. Excellent. Okay. So... So anyway, I was relieved in the beginning of chapter five when they said they shut up for a bit. That was really nice. And we got more towards, you know, what they're up to. Um, So they get to this guy's place. um, They meet Henry and he greets them. He mumbles and doesn't even look at Emily. He won't look at her. So I don't know why, if he's got a thing against women or what. Who's this? Henry Billings. This is where they're staying. Is he old? I don't know. It didn't say. Um, anyway, they have supper with him. Um, they have what? They have supper. Oh, That's what it says. Stop. <laughs> stop. I'm sorry. This is a this is a northern southwestern story. That's a stupid. During word. supper. Supper. Well, and again, he's trying to get him to Golden Crest. I don't know. Is Golden Crest in Montana? It's got to be if they're in Montana. I guess I don't know. I've uh, never been to Montana. I have no <laughs> idea. So um, they sit really close together. She asks him when they'll reach Golden Crest. He says not till the day after tomorrow or whatever. Uh, He lets her know that they're going to be staying with a John and Millie Perkins tomorrow. They rent out rooms in their home. So that's Mm -hmm. where we're going to be. All right. Emily told both men goodnight, then went to bed. Mm -hmm. Travis didn't see her again until she came outside the following morning with her satchel in her hands. She was wearing a pink dress with a matching sweater. The color suited her, and damn, but was she getting prettier and prettier. Uh Uh-oh. He wanted to kiss her. He frowned instead and made a silent vow not to get near her today. Not going to get anywhere close to her. He's going to ride the opposite direction. (laughs) On his horse backwards. (laughs) Like (laughs) Emily, stay in front. So to tie a bandana around his fucking face, <laughs> <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yes. Oh my God. But Leave. So don't put the blinders on the horse. Yeah, Let the horse lead. Yeah. They're never gonna get there. So anyway, um, there is a theme in this book. Uh, you know, keep in mind Travis is like an ex bad guy and he's going to be a lawyer okay oh yeah he's so, an ex-bad guy i don't know I, I couldn't remember what he was was he, he was pickpocket, a pickpocket. He was, was it pickpocket travis yeah i don't know if that how bad that really is hold on. Like, 
Pickpocket Douglas, Runaway Slave Adam, Gunslinger Cole, and Con Man Travis. Oh, he's a con man. So he doesn't actually do anything. He just comes uh, with ideas and gets other people to do them. Yeah, he's lame. All right, so he's a wiener. Yeah, I'm, maybe I like him less now. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, so he's going to be a lawyer now. Um, they talk a lot about justice in this book, even though he's about to try to go justice. murder. E- yeah, even though he's about to go try to murder a man in cold blood. Yeah, and then he's going to, like, Butt plow fucking Emily on her way yeah. to her husband. Yeah, he's a cheater, a con mm. man. Well, he's she's never... a cheater. He's not committed to anybody. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, so she at one point during their conversation. I think or... she's not a cheater yet because they haven't done anything other than her just looking at his cock all the time. <laughs> I mean, would you not? Have you ever? I mean, I know you have. I've never looked at a cock. Because, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at a cock. Don't get me wrong, but We've I've never seen like, them. You know, They've been around. Close. Um, no, but I meant like girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. So, I mean, and he's sitting on a horse. What else are you going to look at when you're wearing I nice stuff so. and it shows your basketball shorts, your sweats? I'm yeah, looking. I don't wear, ba- I don't I'm wear looking. cowboy jeans. I'm it's looking. Not, it's not yeah, but I can tell your butt's nice in your slacks. So, hey, yeah. hi. I'm, I dress like <laughs> Aladdin and I wear slacks. <laughs> I have some pants kind of like that, actually. I've never put them on in front of you because I think that you're going to think it's so stupid. But I probably will. Don't day. wear them in front of me. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, she they're getting back in a conversation, which I was miserable to find out. And she confessed to being a voracious reader. I thought you were going to say a virgin. Oh, no. <laughs> um, he suggested she read The Republic. It's all about Plato's justice. Republic? Just The Republic. Yeah, that's that's a philosophical book i've actually read that book but i'm not gonna brag about that right now. well and then it's kind of a hard read it well and it's boring as fuck well this book's there's another one coming up they refer so maybe you'll know it i don't know um but anyway he mentions how his mama rose gave him a journal emily asks why and he says she told me it was for me to film with my accounts of all the cases i defend mm. And then so far that's zero because he's not a lawyer, right? Right, and he and she's like, "Oh, like the scales of justice." Mm-hmm. Mama Rose must be really disappointed. Oh, well, not yet. He hasn't. How old is? He? I don't know. Said he was gray haired, wasn't he? I don't Holy remember. fuck, dude! He's just now trying to get into school. <laughs> Jesus, he's finally reformed. How old is he? He's Emily? in rehab. I don't know. I don't know ages in this book. Back in the 1880s, they didn't speak of your age. Uh, that's probably, yeah. Right. <laughs> so you just married off as soon as you could be. And that's what's going on. No. Anyway, so um, another fucking argument. Awesome. I am exhausted. I think women just like to argue. That's why no, I keep writing about it. No, we I don't were not arguing when we got together. It was a lot of flirting and a lot of heavy petting. Me and you? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, like these argument things, I guess, like but I we don't... came together in a cuckold situation. So. <laughs> Shut up! It was not, <laughs> but it could have been. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> anyway, so he gave her at least twenty reasons why she shouldn't marry O'Toole, but he believed his last reason was the most convincing one. You won't ever be able to keep up the charade of being a delicate little flower in need of pampering, Emily. I am delicate. Damn it. You shot at me before we ever said a word together. (laughs) Uh, You're about as fragile as a grizzly bear. All right. All right. Yeah. So she says, if flinging insults is the only way you can argue your position, heaven help your clients. Mm. He doesn't have any clients. He's not a lawyer. Well, I know. They're talking about how he'll become one. They're so sure of him. They're so sure of him. How many exes have you been with that said there's going to be something? (sighs) Yeah. So How many? Me? Yeah. Oh, what did you ask me? How many exes have you been with that said there were going to be something? All of them. All of them said they were going to be something, and none of them are anything still. I've checked checked in. I've checked in. It's all basic ass shit. 
I think Travis is full of it. And his Shout out. Too Thank you. Him. Next. All right. So, mm. um, okay. So blah, blah, blah. She suggests the book. Um, talk about justice crap. Um, okay. So here we're getting to the part where she is explaining to him again that she has researched flirting and they argue about it some She more. Googled it. How yeah. do you research flirting in the 1800s? So she says, if the circumstances were favorable, I prove to you right this minute that a delicate little flower gets far more attention than a practical one. And he says, no, no, uh, I'm sorry. You don't, uh, you don't. I smoke pot and you're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Or what kind of flower are we talking about? I'm sorry. A rose and then a little pink rose, which is beautiful. Or am I going to have a little sweet sparkling nugget of some of the best Mm. weed I ever had in my life? Which one is prettier and which one's more functional? I have an answer for both. He's And it's the weed. He's had none of any of it. No. He's had none of either. In fact, he's probably still a virgin. Have they even seen roses? Do roses grow in Montana? Do we need to research this? I don't think anything grows in Montana. (laughs) I've never been those. I don't know. Affairs. Apparently affairs. Affairs grow in Montana. (laughs) That'd be a name of a good book. Hey. Affairs grow in Montana. Oh, uh, all right. Maybe there's one out there and we don't know. All right. So he says, you really believe a helpless little woman who flutters her eyelashes and hangs on a man's every word will get his full attention? I do. You're as nuts as a tree full of acorns. (laughs) This guy is supposed to be from from New York. And he's not talking yeah, like it. I want to throw an insult to like my great grandfather probably would have. <laughs> yeah. been like, like way deep south. It's dude. so serious? stupid. Like, oh, that really must get her going. Yeah. Like it's nuttier than a tree full of acorns. I love how you insult me like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I've done a complete study on this subject, Travis. Complete study All on right. flirting. Yeah, and he he asks, you know, like what would make the circumstances favorable? She says Boston, which is where she's from. Boston. Yeah. The men in Boston are more refined and know how to conduct themselves as gentlemen around ladies. I can't say the same for the men who live out here because I don't know any of them. He then explains, most of the men out here are gentlemen, but there are a few who would think nothing of trying to drag you off with them. The way I see it, though, being your escort means I'm responsible for your welfare, and I don't like the notion of getting into a fight just because you acted silly. Mm. And this, <laughs> I was like, okay. So he says, furthermore, we're about to eat, and I don't want to have to shoot anyone afterwards. It's bad uh, for the digestion. She will shoot for herself, my guy. You tapped <laughs> he took her, her on gun the away. shoulder. He took her gun away. He did. Remember at the very beginning, he was like, let me have that. I don't remember him ever giving He's it back. He's very fatherly to this poor girl. <sighs> he's an it's old. It's going to be weird when he fucks He's an her. old Montana man. Yeah. Montana. All right. Uh, so she said it was such an outrageous thing to say. Or no, she thought it was an outrageous thing to say. And she said, indigestion is the only reservation you have about shooting someone. He said, just about. Um. He says, fact is, you should be thankful I'm your escort because if I weren't escorting you, it, I'd probably be one of the few who would drag you off with me. Oh, a rape victim. Well, then That's she thinks. horrible, Travis. No, listen. Then she thinks to herself, she thought that was a lovely thing to say to her. Oh, she's into it. Which I would too. I'm going to drag you out of here. Mm, take me away against my will. While you're trying to go see your husband. Look, when it's consensual, I fucking love that kind of stuff. So no, I feel I give mean, it to I, me. Uh, give it to me without me asking for it. I would like to let everybody know that I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna happen again. 
So she says to him, we both know you aren't serious. Stop tormenting me. You wouldn't really. He said, you wouldn't have to flirt with me either. I Uh wouldn't want to. Why are you holding on to me? He says, it makes it easier. Uh Makes what easier? Kissing you. Oh. Mm. He caught her, whispered, oh. As his mouth covered hers, his tongue swept inside to leisurely explore the sweet taste of her. Ugh. She wrapped her arms. How long have they been driving around in the like fucking maybe forest by themselves? In the three days, of, two or three days. How many times has she brushed her teeth? Oh, Anybody? Oh, my God. Anybody? I didn't think about it. I didn't nope. think about it. Water. Zero, Mike. Swish. That's the right answer. Swish with water. <laughs> Swish and spit. Swish and spit. Yuck, dude. That tastes like the inside of a butthole. Well, he wondered what it would be like. All right. Yuck. Um... She wrapped her arms around his neck and leaned into him. The last thought that fluttered through her mind Holy was that... Holy fuck, he has gingivitis. Oh, my God. That she was going to <laughs> insist that he let go of her just as soon as she finished yeah, kissing yuck. him back. I feel the tobacco slobber in your mouth, my guy. Yeah. So he thinks in his head uh, he wasn't going to let his passion get the upper hand. However, as soon his as... His boner popped out of his mm-hmm. fucking leather pants. Because it says as soon as the urge to become more aggressive entered uh, his mind, he pulled away from up. her... Damn, she was seductive. Uh-oh. So he's going to get a handy on the horse or what? That'd be weird. Do you think that? I don't think that. Dude, horse the 1800s? Would this. Come on, man. You know, road How do you, how do you lean over on your horse? And be like, you think they give head in cars? Dude. Yes. You would. Like, of course. Yeah. I do you think, think it, that they sucked each other off around horses? But two horses separately. You know how you the distance? The distance? They made it happen. They're not on the same horse. I don't know, man. The I'm distance that they is stupid. I don't even want to lean over the middle console to give you a blowjob when but we're driving. Do, but do you do it? Uncomfortably. You have no idea but the pain that my ribs in, in, in what is the happens. word? Endures. Endure. It Thank happens. You. It happens and it's uncomfortable. So you're fucking so welcome. She does it too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's in way worse discomfort than me if she's doing that. So she says, you really can't kiss me whenever the mood strikes you. Yeah. I'm getting married and you taste like fucking... <laughs> To prove her wrong, he kissed her again. She let out a little sigh of pleasure when he lifted his head again. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I mean it. You must never kiss me again. And he said, you were a willing participant. I was being polite. Polite. I know. Mm. Like, all right, this is, ladies, this is how we got here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Almost at almost for a split second, that picture that Mike just showed us looked like a horse mouth. Like, it looked like pulling like when the horse is like, yeah. yeah, that's how they did it. How many people that was a gangbang picture? We just saw is a picture. she on a horse. No, <laughs> I don't know. She might be on a horse. That's probably a bad idea. I love it. All right, well, now we're all far more you got cultured. To go and see the dark web. Listen, I've seen something along the lines, and it's never gone away. So if you don't want to visualize it, don't ever look it up, because you will forever remember. (laughs) Anyway, curiosity killed the cat, and satisfaction brought it back. Don't ever forget that second part. All right, so... He's like, you're a piece of work, Miss Emily Finnegan. If I were the marrying kind, I'd give good old Randolph a run for his money. So she's even like, Who's Randolph? the guy that left her at the altar. Why is he worried about the I dude that don't left her at the altar? Know. Isn't she going to the uh, altar right now? To another she's guy. She's literally on the way. It was really stupid. I was like, Julia, Ju- Julie Garwood, why'd you write that? I think you needed to trace. You need to, you need to fix your back shit. Backtrack, because like, he should have brought up O'Toole. Yeah, he should have. So she's like, but uh, he's too busy fucking hanging yeah. out with Martin Buchanan. Yeah. So they start <clears throat> arguing again, 
Anyway, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. So they are at a place. Mm, Montana. <laughs> they're at a place. Well, no, they're at a location. I think it's What's-His-Face's um, Mill? The Mill or whatever? Mill? No, something. Mil- Henry Milligan? I don't know. All right, so... Right. We are at okay, blah blah blah. Okay, so he noticed Travis notices someone enter the place. What place? Whatever place they're at. Wherever they are, somebody yes. was there. Too. Henry Henry's place. Henry's place. Henry's somebody place. went in. I think it's Henry. Okay. okay, maybe they rode on and I forgot. Sorry. Skip ahead. All right, it was Ornery Jack Han Hanrahan. Ornery Jack Hanrahan. He sounds crazy. Right. Whom, whom everyone called One-Eyed Jack for obvious reasons. He was a fright. <laughs> he just pulled his dick out in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a fright to look at with long, straggly brown hair that hadn't been washed in years and a permanent scowl on his face that was mean enough to make a person think Jack was going to tear them apart. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right. Cool. That One makes me Jack. think of that song, too. Just run around fucking with his fap hanging out. That's mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Travis, I think, and Jack have an issue between each other. And Travis comes up with this idea to prove Emily wrong. Uh, he's going to make a bet with her. All right. So, he's like, maybe there's a way you Prove can- her wrong about what? Uh, this flirting technique she says she's got in a bag. Oh, okay. Right? So he's going to make her flirt with a fucking serial killer that pulls his yes. dick out in the middle of the pl- Okay, cool. Exactly. You are on the money, basically, except he doesn't pull his dick out. All right. So they make the bet. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the explanation I was telling you earlier I was going to give you. Emily says, yes, but only because I've watched it over and over again. My sister Barbara could turn all the men in a ballroom into a pack of fleas hopping around her just like that, she said and snapped her fingers. The comparison of Barbara to a dog made Travis laugh. God help your husband if he ever does anything wrong. You sure do know how to hold a grudge. But that's the sister that took her husband. Like, that's a decent grudge. That's like learning how someone's done you wrong and not let it happen again. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. So, anywho, I'm not too mad at Barbara. I mean, like, whatever. Who's Barbara? The sister. Whose sister? Oh, Emily's. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, they make the bet. she fucked Randolph. Emily or Barbara? Emily. I don't know if Emily ever. Barbara. Yeah, Yeah, they're married. They're married now. He married her. Oof. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, they make the bet, and the bet is that she needs to... Not necessarily seduce a man, but like... Oh, is he sure you have to play this game? Exactly. No, it comes back to bite him on the ass. So hang tight. Uh, she says, as long as it's not dangerous, he said he won't let it be. No, I won't let it be dangerous. You're just going to fuck somebody else today. There are no rules, just a time limit. And the, the, the premise is just flirt with the very next man you see. He told her before he slowly turned her around. And she said, you want me to flirt with him? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, He goes, did I mention, did I happen to mention Jackson, a vowed woman hater? He won't hurt you or any other female for that matter, but he sure won't be nice to you either. Folks say he has a personality of a rattlesnake, but I think that's a rotten thing to be saying about snakes. And I chose that as my favorite quote so far in the book. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite quote. Okay. My favorite quote is going to be when she walks up and she's like, I've fallen in love with this other dude because this hog is fucking ginormous. Mm. And you set this whole thing up, Travis, you fucking dummy. Yeah, like, what have you done? Again, that's how Rachel and I ended up coming <laughs> to be because people are fucking <laughs> stupid. <coughs> yes. Thank goodness. It's like almost like we should be a little more forgiving of the stupid people. 
but they're they, stupid. They paved the way for us to make it to each other, and I'm so glad. Um, so, la, 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 la. We are at page 58. Okay. He sends her off, and he says, be sure to do that thing with your eyes, Emily. <laughs> Blink, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, well, if you remember in earlier chapters, she started trying to flirt with him, like, at the train station right, or something. Right, she's trying to wink. And, and she was, like, twitching. Stupid, yeah, right? he was like, why are you twitching? Are you okay? Yeah, and do he, I need to call somebody? You yeah. look like you're fucking about to pass out. Yeah, are you having a seizure? So she said, what thing? He said, that twitching thing you did when we were in Pritchard. Jack will love that. She wasn't amused. Mm. Uh, so... I make the same face when I come. <laughs> yeah, get used to it. Um, so she goes over to the guy, is talking to him, and to to Travis's point of view, whatever it was she was saying wasn't working. Jack kept, Jack kept right on scowling. God love him, and Travis could have sworn he heard him growl each time he shook his head at her. Although ten full minutes hadn't even passed, Travis decided to suggest to Emily that she give up. It really was hopeless after all. He was just about to call out to her when one-eyed Jack did the most vile, hideous thing. He smiled. Uh-oh. So she might be winning. And Emily's vagine <laughs> fucking flooded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my water broke. Yeah. So. And they had a fucking, just a river flowing through yes, Montana yes. all of a sudden. Thank goodness there was a drought. <laughs> So we are on to chapter six, and I'm going to read you the first paragraph. Travis blanched, blinked, and then looked again. The ugly smile was still there. He watched in disbelief as Jack thrust his arm out to Emily. She immediately hooked her arm through his and started walking by his side toward the house, smiling up at her escort. Travis didn't think he could stomach much more. He did a double take when the mismatched pair reached him, and he heard her chattering away in the most horrendous imitation of a southern draw he'd ever heard. I declare, Jack, you're such a gentleman. I try to be Miss Emily. I sure do like the way you sing your words. How sweet of you to say so, she replied with a flutter of her eyelashes that made Travis lose his appetite. Mm. <clears throat> he threw up right there, huh? Vomited projectile into her face, all in her hair, like that movie we saw the other night, Violent Night, when she got vomited on by Santa at the beginning. Oh, that shit was pretty funny. It was like that. So, um, she connects them and... Uh, Jack recognizes Travis and's like, didn't I shoot you once or whatever? <laughs> didn't I fucking shoot you once? <laughs> and he's like, nope. Uh, nope. He goes, I also, I don't I know did. that girl. Goodbye. <laughs> so the set of his jaw indicated he was getting riled up. She quickly turned Jack's attention. My, but I'm all tuckered out. Mr. Claiborne and I have been riding for hours and hours, and I'm not all strong like you are, Jack. I'm too delicate for such strenuous activity. He said, that's cool. I got enough strenuous in my both of us. Just, yeah. Jack became solic I'm I'm terrible. Solicit solicitous. Sorry. Solicitous. Once again. Of course you're delicate. Anybody can see you ain't got much meat on your bones. Claiborne oughtn't oughtn't I'm Southern, I should be able to say this. Claiborne oughtn't have set such a hard pace. Want me to shoot him for you, Miss Emily? So she's like, No. Yeah. <laughs> Would no. you? No. Uh, so, um, okay. <clears throat> so they get into the house, they get settled down. Jack, the new guy actually starts tending to miss Emily, you know, like, do you need me to rub your feet? You need oh, me to get you a glass of water? Let me put my head under your dress mm -hmm. and tickle your clitoris. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, in front of everyone. In front of Jay. Yeah. Stay right there, Travis. Okay, so now, now another fucking character has entered the room. John Perkins. Oh, in I the middle of this fucking at this weird house session going on. At okay. this, yeah, at this house. At this house. What's his name? John Perkins. All right. He was him. he was a heavy set man with a triple chin, a pot belly, and a ready smile. He looked soft, but he was as tough as any other mountain man, and didn't allow any nonsense inside his establishment. Mm. Got it? None. Remember the rules. I'm going to remember the rules. <laughs> okay. Um, as soon as, let's see. Yes. <clears throat> oh, so Jack's wife is Millie. These are the people that they said they were going to go stay with. Millie comes into the room. She notices that this creepo is smiling. I guess they've seen him before and she's freaked out. So here's where we are. As soon as Millie had gotten over her reaction to seeing Jack smile, her attention moved to Emily. She seemed so mesmerized by her. Nervous, too. Travis noticed the way she was fiddling with her hair and smoothing her apron. When Millie was younger, she was quite attractive, and her good looks helped to soften. <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to help to soften her abrupt way with people. Age had made her features more angular and harsh, but the sparkle was still in her eyes. Oh, I think that's adorable. I feel like that's what's happening to me. Mm. All right, so... We might as well eat with our guests, Millie, seeing as Travis is a friend, John said. If you can stop gawking at his woman long enough to fetch our supper. Millie didn't budge, but she gave her husband a look. I'd be like, I feel like Millie. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey, you're so cute. You're so pretty. So, <coughs> excuse me. John started carrying. Oh, so we so John's talking to them and he's got a shotgun in his hands. Travis goes to say, John. Why? Why does he have a shotgun in his hands? I'm explaining. Travis goes to say, John started carrying a shotgun when he married Millie because he knew men would try to steal her away from him, Travis said. That was years ago, Millie. Super insecure, that fella. Interjected. I was pretty then. Travis says to Millie, you're prettier now. John's still carrying his shotgun, isn't he? And he just caught one through the chest. Dude, Millie blushed with pleasure and Ooh. hurried out of the room. It's time to tickle my bean. What did you have for a vibrator back then? Your fingers. Damn it. We got to get some kind of a pen. They went outside of the cucumber. Yeah. A cotton gin. Hell oh yeah. Or God. the butter churner or some shit. Our, Hell yeah. Our, that's our puppy's name. Oh yeah. Cotton gin. <laughs> we have a dog named Cotton gin. Hilarious. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> so <laughs> uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. So they're talking, they're gossiping, blah, blah, blah. John says, Ben Corrigan stopped by on his way home from Rivers Bend to visit with Millie and me for a spell, and he told me five men from Murphy's outfit are headed this way. Hmm. Okay. And, and that's an assumption for them to stay the night. Are but Murphy's men bad fellers? Well, it comes to look like maybe they are, but oh, okay. he's basically just like, you know, if they get too rowdy, I'm kicking them out. Yeah, they can't be here. <clears throat> yeah, so... The so local meth heads. Let's see. Yeah. So uh, Travis, Travis takes it in his head, you know, that if these men are going to be there and they've been kind of like rough and tumble guys, he's got to look after Emily even more tonight. So he's like, looks like I won't be getting <laughs> looks much. Looks like I'm going to be sleeping in your room tonight. That he says, looks like I won't be getting much sleep tonight, accepting what he was going to have to do to keep Emily safe. Mm -hmm. That's kind of sexy. I love that. Accepting what he has to do to keep yeah. her safe. It made me oh. think of you when he said that. Oh, did it? It was hot. Yeah. Yeah, like you're like I know what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna keep her safe, you know. Yeah. So at all costs. At all costs. I gotta keep her awake too. <laughs> They're facing tits pushed up against the window. Yes. Hey, remember San Antonio? Yes. Yeah. 
So, uh, let's see. Someone fills them in that the marshals searching for some men and from the rumors Corrigan heard, they're about as bad as men can be. Word has it they've killed a woman and mm. a child. The little girl was just three years old and the bastards ought to hang for that. The marshal wants to haul them back to Texas to stand trial. Oh, they're from Texas. The marshal's from Texas. That's what Corrigan told them. Did he mention his name? They don't think so. Nope. So Travis then says, I'm looking for a man who goes by the name of Daniel Ryan. He stole something from my mother, and one way or another, I'm going to get it back. All <laughs> Her butt virginity. <laughs> you can't get that back once once you get the butt. Also, he didn't go take it. It was she been taken years it. ago. Oh. <laughs> All Mama Rose remembers about him is that he's big, he has blue eyes, and he's from Texas. Mm. You aren't thinking the marshal's the man you're after, are you? And that's exactly what he's thinking. The whole rest of the conversation is about them talking. He's good, yeah. About, oh, it's got to be him. It's him. I'm sure it's him. No, it couldn't be him. It might be him. Oh, no, it's not him. So, anyway, we might as well just skip all that crap. If he, oh, so Emily wants to make the point. She wants to defend this Daniel Ryan character, you know, in the name of justice. Of course. Justice. Justice. Yeah. Like, are you Batman? If he accidentally took it, what kind of argument is that, Emily? No one accidentally steals anything. It could happen, she argued. You're making assumptions based on nothing but a few paltry coincidences. Surely you can see that I'm right. He hid his smile. Emily was filled with righteous assumptions. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Damn, you messed that up. <laughs> what was it? Hold on. Emily was filled with righteous indignation, indignation. And she defended the man she had never even met. I went I went, skipped up to and reread that. It was stupid. Okay. So, <clears throat> Travis is now thinking inside his head about Emily. He liked the way her eyes sparkled whenever he said something she took exception to. And she found it impossible to make a point without waving her hands around. Do women that write these books really think that's what the guys are looking at? We're I looking don't know. at the sparkle in their eyes. They I'm looking at her nipples poking mm. out of her fucking shirt. I had that happening all day today. I was looking at you. Good. So, <laughs> um, I think that they want, we want you to be looking at this stuff. We would like it for you to look at our nipples and the sparkle in our eyes. Mm. So, just start with the sparkle, then go with the nippling, and then go back to the sparkle. Okay? Yes. That's what gets yeah, it okay. wet. Yeah. All right. So Is that what it does? No, I don't know. We just like you to like us. That's all. We just like you to like us. Uh, la, la, la. Come to think of it, he liked just about everything about her. See? Everything. She, almost. She was going to be difficult to leave in Golden Crest, and handing her over to another man was going to be almost impossible. The smile left his eyes as he pictured her in the arms of Clifford O'Toole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Da, 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 da. Let's see where we are. Okay. They're fussing about their mothers again and stuff. Uh, we take care of our mothers out here. No one dupes our mothers and gets away with it. I'm, uh, 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 so it's exhausting. Okay. they. You want to know what food they were serving though? Yep. Okay. There was a thick stew with biscuits and jam, coffee for those who wanted it, and cow's milk for those who didn't. That sucks. Jack, the weirdo, the creepo guy, says, I like to sit by myself when I eat, Jack told Emily. <clears throat> he lowered his head and stared hard at her when he added, then I got to get down to Cooper's place before dark. She gave him a wide smile and says, you've been very patient, Jack. She turned to Travis and put her hand out to him <laughs> with her palm up. I'll be right back. I got to go service Mr. Jack real quick. <laughs> I got to yeah. <laughs> get Jack off. Jack off. <laughs> so, 
That's perfect. God, so O'Toole, Travis, Jack. just wait here, eat your beans, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Bushers baked beans. All right, so she tells Travis then, I believe you owe me $5. He was surprised. Oh, for the hooker fee? Yeah, basically. He was surprised that she wanted to be paid in front of Jack because that bet was, you know, using him. Uh, but, you know, nobody said anything, so he went ahead and handed her the money. And uh, he was just he was just about to tell John that any questions he had would be answered later when Emily turned his attention. She handed the money to Jack and said, here you are, and thank you so much for your assistance. Jack said, it wasn't too bad. Can I stop smiling now? Yes, you may. Oh, so they she pulled a little stupid prank on Travis. They con man, con man Travis. Man, Travis is probably the worst person at his job in the whole world. Travis got conned by a little old delicate Yeah, I haven't seen him lady. do anything remotely like conny. Yeah, well, he's, refi- he's reformed. He's, he's supposed bitch, to be. dude. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, let's I want to hear about Adam. He's probably slammed Adam's through people gone. right now. gone. I don't know where Adam is. They, he, they left he him is. behind at home with yeah. Mama Rose crying about their missing Fucking presents. and killing everything in his path. And that would be a way better no, story. No, nobody was killing anything. Travis we is the one going that. to We're kill him. We're not following him. him. We're listening to Travis be a bitch. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, they go on and on and on talking about this shit. And it's just another like two-page skipper. Um... They decide, so so Emily at some point in conversation actually gets Jack, the weirdo guy's attention, and mm. she's talking about. She's flashing her, her butt at him. She's, no, she's talking about another book, The Merchant of Venice. Well, that's the next one we're reading. Okay. Well, no, no, no. It's not a romance. <laughs> it sucks. It's not. Well, here's what she said. She said it's something about um, a guy that made a promise, didn't keep it, was wanted, and then here's where we go. She's explaining. He refused to give a pound of flesh, and the money lender refused to let him out of his promise or give him any more time, and so a trial was held to determine the outcome. John slapped his hand down on the tabletop. Leave it to the law to interfere. Mm. Oh, wait, I'm at a set. Did I say John earlier? I said Jack. I'm getting people confused. Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> too many fucking people. Uh, an attorney saved the man, of course, Travis said who just happened to be a woman, Emily reminded him. Her name was Portia. Portia? I'm like, who was naming people Portia before 1880? But no I one. guess that's where the Portia car came from. Like, wh- Yeah, from this broad. Who made this up Portia? Where does Portia come from? How is that? I didn't think that that was a 1700s name. Anyway, uh, the weirdo guy gets all excited, and he's like, I'm wanting to know what in tarnation happened to the man who borrowed their money. Oh, wait, no, that was Molly. <laughs> That was Millie. That, that said might that. be how she sounds. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, because she's hefty and and rigid and rigid. Whatever a now, mountain woman. Yeah. So <laughs> they go on to talk about what the lawyer decided and all that stuff, and it was stupid. And I'm skipping ahead. So Travis, a nerd. Okay, so it is mentioned while they're having this conversation that well, it's not mentioned. They start hearing that there are there's somebody banging on the door. Oh, okay, yeah. So they've had dinner, right? Okay, so it's they're they're staying at an inn. These people rent out the rooms. They're having and dinner. It's those crazy rapey fucking yes. Miller brothers or yes. Murphy brothers or something. Yes. Um, There's like a hundred of them. Right. Right. Okay. So uh, the doors. Somebody's knocking on the door. The guys basically send the women to the kitchen. Yeah, 
Go to the kitchen. Stupid. Okay. So anyway, uh, and then they are going to do whatever to keep these guys out or to calm them down. <laughs> jerk them off. <laughs> yes. All kind of whatever we need to do. <laughs> we need to, to make them, them tired. To, yeah, we need to tire these fellas out. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, get on your knees. Mm, so We're going to do in, anything possible to keep old Emily safe. So the ladies are in there. They're washing dishes. They're talking about stuff. Millie tells Emily that she knows that that Emily likes Travis. You know, she's like, you might as well. And she's like, that's, she basically tells her again, that's stupid to go marry O'Toole. You don't know anything about him. Basically, you should be with Travis. Right. But then she goes and pulls out this wad on a piece of paper and opens it up Mm. and opens it up again Mm -hmm. and keeps opening it up. Wait. Oh my God. Where is this going? And then it opens and it's just a full size drawing of Mr. O'Toole's (laughs) O'Toole. How big is it? And she's like, I'm not. Six foot image. I'm not going anywhere <laughs> like he doodled this it's like poorly drawn it back up, puts it in, he goes, like even did the ball hair <laughs> that's why yeah you're right i shouldn't think about this oh sorry like, i'm in a real hurry so um emily's trying to dissuade this conversation she's going to ask millie where she met her husband and millie was just about to answer her question I met him online <laughs> when the back door flew open yeah it did oh Causing both women to jump in reaction. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah, I've seen a porn or two about that. So, two of the scruffiest looking creatures Emily had ever seen came sauntering inside. Millie let out a very unladylike blasphemy that was so surprising, Emily turned to look at her. What? Oh, so she was like, She was like, (laughs) (laughs) She said, Cunt. So, like, what? That doesn't even apply. Uh, So, the creatures, they keep referring to them as creatures. The creatures quickly recaptured her full attention, however. As much like hillbillies are fucking like mutated. They are half raccoon. Yeah, fuck <laughs> the creatures. No one's keeping us out, one of the men said. He let out a loud belch before he added, ain't that right, Carter? <coughs> I thought you were about to burp. <laughs> that would have been perfect. The other creature was too busy staring at Emily to answer his friend. Look at what we got here standing in front of the cabinet. John hides his liquor in, smiley. Emily was trying hard to blend into the wall. The men reeked of foul whiskey and were swaying on their feet. She tucked a frying pan behind her while she stared back at them. She couldn't make up her mind which one was uglier. Then she goes to describe them. Smiley's teeth were so rotten, they turned black. He was drooling. Carter was weird looking. <laughs> he had a he had a head that was had too this big. Awful sister named Abby who came in. <laughs> well, now we know where her extended family has been. So um, he had a head that was too big for his squat body, squat and he body. was smelly. Mm. Okay, so compared to these two, one-eyed Jack was a ladies' man. Oh. Yeah, which well, I can I see. Jack, I think yeah. he's about to get it out on me. So apparently these guys only wanted the whiskey in the cabinet. They didn't even want her at first. They were basically like, move, bitch. Yeah, we want the booze. Yeah, so, um, and then it comes to this point. Though she had never seen a drunken man up close, she had heard they were all very unpredictable. How did you not see a drunken man up close? Like, you're almost a grown woman at least. And, oh, and you're in Boston? Yeah. You never saw a drunk man in Boston? Dude, it's an Irish place, isn't it? Like, yeah. Holy fuck. You trying to tell me you never She's, seen a drunk in Boston? She has been inside the house until marriage. That's got to be the only way. Like, And then how shocked are you going to be when you marry a man and he gets drunk? Yeah. You need to go out there and just get with a married man. Or not a married man, no. <laughs> a drunk man. Y'all, y'all heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our phone number is. So. 
he's just I'm wanting that liquor if I gotta tuss, toss toss if I gotta toss that woman out of my way I will no one comes between me and my whiskey mm. and I am sorry but I am picking the woman over the whiskey like lame mm. lame well, all right but addiction I suppose but then he starts somebody starts getting violent he's like you keep your trap shut or this here knife's going in your belly so then they start getting a little really scared and he's like let's get that pretty little heifer out of our way which i thought would have been a compliment i like that term i don't know why pretty little heifer that's adorable so she didn't like it and uh then emily decides she's gonna she's gonna talk shit to these drunk weirdos Millie, I can't seem to make up my mind. Which one do you think is uglier? The one with the black teeth or the one with the fat head? Uh So she's like, I'm going to get slapped today. So anyway, they try to get away from them, and they do. And Millie cries out to Emily, run. But Emily then shakes her head, and she's like, not until I help you take the garbage out. The remark made Smiley stop. He swayed on his feet, staggered backward, then turned to Carter. Is she talking about us? What's come over you, Millie whispered. Anger. I don't appreciate being called a cow. I don't like being threatened. I hate the way they're staring at you or scaring you. She kept her gaze on the drunks. Drunks. Uh, He put out his arm. He put his arms out his sides and tried to rush her. Millie tells her to get behind her back. And Emily was too busy at the moment to explain she wasn't about to do such a cowardly thing. Swing in that frying pan. Timing, after all, was everything. And I fucking loved that because I was like, hell yeah, it is. Because, like, that's how I think. She nervously waited until Smiley was about two feet away from her, then swung her arm in a wide arc and slammed the frying pan up against the side of his head. Mm, Spittle went flying every which way, and Smiley staggered backwards, screeching like a wounded rooster before he finally collapsed in a heap on the floor. Carter wasn't as drunk as she thought he was. Quick as a pistol shot, he squatted down, scooped up his knife, and snarled at her like a mad dog. Emily took a hasty step back. Millie tried to help her by throwing everything she could get her hands on everything she could get her hands on at carter okay i misread that sentence i'm sorry he ducked the cup and saucer she hurled at him but the copper kettle clipped him on his shoulder Mm. all right blah 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 they're fighting okay she let out a yelp of dismay for she tried to knock the knife out of his hand and had missed by an arm's length carter shouted with rage and from the look in his eyes she knew his intentions had just turned deadly Uh uh-oh is that the end of the chapter uh yeah dang yeah well that's it for that's yeah, it you guys are gonna have to wait to hear the deadly conclusion of that yeah so we don't know if she survives this feels like a comic i read I, the other day it sounds like a porno i watched the other day this is oh it's just with more clothes on so far <laughs> so so far so far um so what did you think how do you feel you feel is it, i we feel s- like travis and emily are just like this is a waste of time let me point something out. Just Those men busted in the room, and we haven't seen or heard Travis or Millie's husband. So we don't even know what's happened to them. Oh, they're probably getting... Oh, yeah, because they were <coughs> the front door sucking off the other people, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, he's there's keeping There's other th- three brothers there's back others. there. Yeah, because it's five, five men. Right. So, yeah, so they're in there giving handies and blowing them off and Or everything. they're dead, or they're wounded, nah, or, they're they've, or so they far. ran away we and left the women gunshots. behind. All we've heard are some strange sucking noises. <laughs> They packed their bags and they ran away together. This was all a ploy to yeah. leave Emily and, and, and Millie with a friend to live with. And the men wanted to run away together. Oh, I see That's what, what you mean. No, I don't know. That's what my guess was. Oh, I see <laughs> what you mean. They're blowing each other's backs out while the women folk are taking <laughs> the... 
Oh, to the like Brokeback Mountain. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Well, it's a classic. Everybody uh, should watch it. For, for I'm just kidding. You you don't want to watch it. It was so, it was. Yeah, I'm not into I'm rom-coms. Not even, I'm not. No, it's not a rom-com. <laughs> it's a romance only, and oh. it's the slowest, lamest. No, thank <laughs> you. I'm not into romances. Like you got to be really funny for me to like a rom a romantic comedy. Yeah, really no funny. So that was the second episode of us reading One Pink Rose, a uh, ser- one of the series of The Claiborne Brides oh, by yeah. Julie Garwood. And so next episode will be our third installment of this book. Which has been just riveting oh. so far. I have so. skipped. I skipped more in this book, I think, than I did in The Two-Timing Man we read by... Lee, whatever, with Abby and everything. Well, if you're just now jumping on and you haven't listened to any of our other books yet, there is The Two-Timing Man, which was actually, so far, I think, more interesting than this book. (laughs) Surprisingly, (laughs) I can't believe it. Because, look, I am not a fan of three days' worth of argument conversations on the back of a horse in the 1800s. This was for the country women to read. That was it. Or men, women who really crave time with know, a cowboy. Man, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see some crazy shit. That's. I feel like there should be a gangbang scene. scene in this. That's what I'm saying. I'm I think still, it's already happening. You already touched on it a little right. bit. We're gonna get into it in chapter seven. I'm still a fan of the idea that we recreate some of these scenes as actual porns. That would be pretty good. I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be great. Like, hey, you want to see this in live action? Watch our video. We're going to recreate this on our OnlyFans account. Well, so speaking of that, I just want to drop our other info real quick. If anybody would like to kind of help support us as we continue to walk this crazy podcast life, um, there are some things coming up that we would want you to know about. January 20th through the 22nd, Rogue Media is having what they call Rogue Con. And it's basically a convention. Yeah, it's the first ever. It's a convention for podcasters, YouTube, all kinds of stuff. Um, Christopher and I will actually be performing a live podcast recording at Nexus Esports on Columbus Avenue here in Waco on the 21st at 7 p.m. You do need to get your tickets, so go online. You can find Rogue Media Network on things like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can also find me and Christopher Danger uh, under Bustles and Bangers on Instagram or TikTok. And if you want to kind of just follow us and the other things that we are doing or going to be doing, you can find us on Insta and TikTok at GypsyDanger317 and soon to come an OnlyFans under GypsyDanger0317. Bam.
This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave.